Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joser Jr., and with me is Ryan Greening. Yeah, Ryan, we did a little bit of uh, pre-podcast stuff here, talking about the J-Con Nats. But first off, how are you doing tonight? What have you been up to these past few weeks? I'm good. Uh, had a little bit of work out of town, so I had to go down to Nebraska, do some crane stuff. Um, but been home with that, just uh, spending time with my wife and my dog. That's when awesome. I get a chance, got in a couple of my last days of uh bmx dirt jumping for the year yep. in the, the previous couple weekends didn't do that this weekend but it's okay. uh time for a season change for me so i'll be uh sharpening up my my hockey skates and uh eventually when i get the bug again we'll start doing some indoor bmx racing sure um do you ever go anywhere fun for work, or is it always like Nebraska or Iowa? Or... Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know that I would ever call job sites like these. Like, I don't even. I don't even understand the premise of um, thinking any of it would be fun, other than um, it's. I like being involved with the bigger cranes. Sometimes we need more people to support them so you get a chance to just be around more of the crew at the same time whereas uh when me and paul go out with our crane our 165 ton most of the jobs um we can handle just between the two of us and some once in a great while we'll need a truck driver to bring some extra parts to support us and then you know get to hang around and work around with you know, at least, at least one other person. But anyway, I got to do some work around the bigger cranes in the last couple of weeks. So it just, you know, gives me a chance to see the other crews and, you know, kind of learn some stuff about cranes that I'm not all that familiar with too. And I guess that's fun for me. We had a pizza party. Hey, there at, you go. <laughs> uh, at one of the job sites. So at least uh, that project manager didn't have his head up his ass. He knows you know, the only way I'm going to get people to want to go to a big safety meeting is to bribe them right. with treats. So, yeah, it's all been pretty good, man. That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, we took last week up. I kind of planned on it, too, because, you know, it sucks doing doing this podcast weekly because we run out of stuff to talk about. I wanted to recap this race while it's still fresh in my head. And it's Joey's birthday on Tuesday, and we're going out to the movies tomorrow. So it's like tomorrow was jam-packed, cool. so we're doing it. Yeah. What are you going to go see? I don't even know. Uh, Beth is like, there's this movie. I'm like, okay. Okay. Joey, it, it's a kid's movie. Sure. So it's eh, whatever. It'll be fun. Uh, the movie theater we go to has a free arcade and, like, reclining lounge seats and all that stuff so it's fun right on yeah um so this weekend was um the last round of the j concepts uh ncts it's the midwest carpet nationals um god it's almost 240 entries or a lot of top pros there um like Ryan Mayfield, um, Lee Setzer, and a, you know a bunch of others. Obviously, Seth Van Dalen, all that. Yeah, 
Why uh why no Brock Champlin, you think? He said he was sick with strap. Oh, sure. That's good reason to stay home. Yeah, well, I I mean, we're all adults here. We've all had strep. You take that first dose of antibiotics and move on with your life. But I yeah. mean, no biggie, you know. It can be pretty brutal, though. You're you're laboring to get through your day comfortably. I I don't know. I'd, sure. I, I wouldn't want to go racing with it. And, you know, he's going somewhere on a plane every weekend, so his immune system's probably garbage in comparison to ours. Yeah, uh, either, well, I don't know, either that or it's... A lot stronger. Ah, traveling wears you down. Sure. Um, that's the biggest thing. Um, yeah, it was, um, the layout was awesome. This was definitely the last run on this carpet. Dude, it was leaving, like, soft, like, in between the jumps is leaving, like, giant fuzzballs. It, that carpet shot. But Brian knows that. He's um, getting a new style of carpet in. It's not going to be the black CRC stuff. Um, oh, it, good. Something different. It's something different. It's um, a little bit of a thicker pile stuff. They use it in Iowa. It doesn't tear. It barely ever tears. You know, probably every 100 cuts there is on the CRC carpet, maybe one of those cuts will happen on the new style. Um. You know, you might have to get a different set of rear tires, so instead of fuzz bites, I'll have to run like a Nessie or something. No biggie. Um, setups are basically going to stay the same. But anyway, yeah, something different. Um, but the layout was a blast. It was fast and it was flowing. Good rhythm to it. Um, you know, Thursday was pre-check-in tech. I brought my motors into tech. I bought all my tires all that stuff and got that all done with stayed up till midnight thursday gluing up tires that sucked yeah ah dude i hate to be that guy and i'm sure somebody from j concepts is going to be listening to this like somebody from j concepts listens to every episode because i let's just say i hear people listen anyway if it were fuzz bites, I would have bought one set per vehicle. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, but I maxed out all three sets with all the cars. Oh uh, well. Yeah. Uh, we needed. We need all three. We needed two a piece, which isn't bad at all. But um, yeah, it was. Um, and then Friday it was. Controlled practice until 2, and then seating. Seating ended around 5, 6 o'clock. This is where the controversy happens. I'm going to bring this up kind of in the middle of the story because it happened in the middle of the story. So everybody's kicked out of the place after seating, which is cool. Place shuts down. Nobody gets on the track. Well, at some point in the night, they put duct tape over the little port window on the garage and they start depends on who you ask is either one person or 10 people. We'll say five start burning laps till two thirty in the morning. <laughs> um, they're 
you know, it's got election night vibes. Yeah, it to does. The story. It does the way that you tell it. The, they're part of the Thunder Road crew that were up there burning laps, and the reason I know this is because somebody had a camera on in the pits that ran overnight. And then, you know, people tried lying about it until they were confronted with video. And then they said, well, this one person was, there were more than one people burning lap, one person burning laps. But if it was just one person, that's still not acceptable because the excuse was, oh, that person didn't get a burn laps. Well, I'll tell you what, if this race is not your weekend priority, you should not attend. If you could not make practice Friday, you should not attend this event. Um, that's just the way it is. So, Or you should do it the right way, and because you weren't able to do that, you show up on the back foot. Yeah, exactly. You're right. If you do, just run your heats. If you absolutely have to be here, run your heats. Um, regardless... It was immorable, and it was despicable, but it's not unforgivable. You just made up a word, kind of like George W. Bush, Did immorable. I? But God damn we'll it, go you're with, right. We'll go with it. We'll go with immoral. Holy and we'll crap! We'll just move on. Everybody I'm tired. does it. Holy crap! I'm tired. <laughs> Good Everybody catch. does it. Good especially, catch. Especially, especially when you're on the mic. <laughs> That's an awesome. I, made, I, I feel like I made up words all the time when I used to race direct once in a while. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I have I didn't to. do it, you know, super consistently. Yeah. I just, I basically <laughs> just wrote on, you know, whatever vocal talent I think I have. Yeah. And uh, you, you trip on your tongue once in a while. So, yeah, immorable. You know what? It flowed well. Immorable. Immorable. Dude, I, I, I should, like, patent that word and. It was <laughs> could you, be a new sticker. Yeah. Um, it yeah, it was immoral. No, 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 freaking doubt about it. It was that is so wrong. It's terrible, but it's, it's slimy. It's slimy, is what it is. Slimy is a good word. Very, but it's not unforgivable. At least to me, there were. It's tough. And the people a, involved should feel shame. It's a terrible mistake for considering. No, it's not a mistake. It was deliberate. Well, yeah. It's a ter- terrible judgment call for somebody who just took over. You know what I mean? Right. They they don't even have both feet on the ground yet, and they make this call. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm going to be back. I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say I'm not going to be. Um, there's a lot of local crew that won't be back. And, dude, there were a lot of out-of-towners that were really pissed off, including guys on the pro level, like walking. So it, it made its way around oh, to most everyone? Dude, uh, people went straight to Jason with the video. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Was, was it clear, you know, without naming people, was it clear who it was? Yeah, it's clear cut. That was, so, and that, that person still got to race? What are you going to do, kick the track owner out of the track? 
Oh, it was clear that that it was Brian well, running laps. Well, it there are other investors in that place too, but they were also running laps. <laughs> oh man, it's it's just beautiful. I I love it. I I'm don't so love glad it. it for for no just just for the we never get to talk about anything that's really all that juicy because this is a show about RC car racing. I know, and it's hard to find, ooh, this guy's leaving this company. Why do you think, Ryan? Well, maybe because pro RC racing's dying and top four RC racers will make money at it and the rest will fall off. That's why. Uh, I wish you know. we had stories like this more often. You know, it would, I, I bet it, would it pique happens. my interest. Yeah, I bet it happens all around the country and we just never hear about it. And it never happens at an event like this, ever. Right. So there needs to be, uh, I'm sure you're not familiar with Steve Mathis or Pulp MX. He's I'm a, familiar. I, Dude, the only three-hour podcast I listen to because I swing off his nuts is Joe Rogan. I wish there was somebody that had, you know, he'd probably have to be, he or she would have to be independently wealthy because you're not going to make any money being an independent journalist in the RC industry. But it'd be so awesome if somebody covered all that stuff and actually, you know, did investigative reports and named names and and it would like you're saying this stuff probably happens all over the place. We yeah. just don't hear about it because there's there's no real real news source other than you know the companies that repost um press releases that come from uh companies and teams and whatnot right um anyway you know continue continue with the juice well this is great what i was gonna say is there were so many people upset. used car salesman it just <laughs> oh the story writes itself there were so many people upset that I don't know if, you know, Jason did his end of the race deal or end of the season deal on the driver's stand. It's on the JCon page. And he says, yeah, we're keeping the tracks the same and we're adding one for the dirt and whatever. That's now. But when he writes out the schedule and you don't see Minnesota, he'll add the diplomatic answer that he changed the style of carpet but that's not the reason. You know right. what the reason is. I hope I had a blast this weekend. You know, I I really did. I hope this doesn't screw him. Yeah, but, I don't. I don't think it will. I mean, Thunder Road is a Thunder Road is a pretty killer facility. It is. It is. And and the people that say they're gonna stay away, they only stay away for a certain amount of time because there was a lot of us that said we weren't going to go back to a certain racetrack, and we've all been back there yeah. since. Oh, yeah. So. I've, I've said I'm never going to go here, there, or the other place, and I've been back. Yeah, water under the bridge. It will be eventually. <laughs> oh, this, oh, it's great. Tape over. Tape over the tape window. Tape over the window. <laughs> and it was, okay, so, so the excuse there was. Stop the count. The the guy the excuse was oh the guys in these pits were complaining about the glare, but when we walked in Saturday morning the tape was gone when the glare would be the absolute highest. Sure. 
It's like, come on, man. Oh, good stuff. It just kills me because it's like you wouldn't, ah, you wouldn't expect any less. I thought, I thought it would be different, but you know. So anyway, though, that puts a black eye on an event like Jeremy Knutson race directed instead of uh, having Dave Duncan come. I think it's is that it's Duncan last name Duncan it's Dave Duncan right? I think so. Yeah, and Jeremy did a great job running the event. Like it was an excellent. He's been doing a great job. Um, the tech guys were straight on. You know they were straightforward. Everything except for that one thing was straight. Not everything. Okay. A couple more things. So I sucked in buggy. I literally kind of quit caring about it until the main, not caring, but it's like I I had had it. You know, when you try, when you throw things at a car and nothing works. So I was having an issue to where I could get my car to jump well, but it went corner for shit and vice versa. So it's like, uh, I was just so down on myself about it, but my wheeler was actually working very well. So an expert wheeler, when I went to bed last night, I was on, I was ranked 16th in the B main. When I woke up this morning, I was 17th CQ. Okay. Like what fuckery just happened here? Yeah. You know what I mean? So then whatever i'm like well i'll bump and then i i lost the chance to bump i i'm had a bad first half of the race i ain't breaking my tires enough and they were terrible until three minutes to go and then it's too late at that point because you know i'm in a race with madison austed Coltura, some of the omaha guys it this none of the mains i were in were with any slouches at all like in I was in the D main for expert stock buggy and I finished between Maluli and Bonner. That's how stock stack that shit was. Sure. So, you know, it's that and then it's like for modified classes they're only bumping one, but for stock classes they bump two. It's like, you know, kind of a little more consistency here, guys. Right. But it was still a great event. Cool. And if they do get a race like that again, I don't think they'll pull the same shit. Because <laughs> they now know they're being watched. Because guess what? That GoPro was on last night, too. Sure. Guess what? Nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, that that was... I felt so bad for Joe 3. So he had he had his average first two qualifiers, you know, with a lot of mistakes, and then his third qualifier was just too late at night, and he just he he hit the walls, he crashed, tumbled, all that crap. I'm like, what okay. the fuck? So he's starting in the F main of independent stock buggy because there was no sportsman. Which is mm -hmm. fine, which is fine, because he wasn't dead last, and he competed. 
He was in a bump spot until five feet before the finish line. Oh, really? How'd that play out? He flipped upside down. It went, there's a triple section, but it was a double tabletop. He was upside down on the tabletop, and he just had to get on down the backside to go across the loop. Okay. And he lost a spot. I felt so bad for the kid because he drove. That was the best he drove all weekend. Sure. Um, he's still upset about it. I'm like, dude, you can't let it get to you. But then I'm sitting there thinking, God, I would be bothered by that shit for a week. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. So should we do some moto sheets for it? Do you have any of that up? Yeah, I see uh, your dad made a podium in independent two-wheel drive buggy. Yep. Got a second. Were you able to watch that race? No, I went home <laughs> when mine were done. Oh, okay. All right. Showing some good support. I know. <laughs> I know. Dude, I was... Dad makes a podium at a national. I had, I, I hate comes to be a back dick. to high five and oh, everybody's gone, dude. So I was done in race. I raced race fourteen, and then oh, okay. I marshaled yeah, race fifteen, time. and he was in like thirty one. So, yeah, and Joey was just he was like upset with himself and then he started getting upset with the marshal. I'm like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, you can't get upset with the marshal there, pal. You did it." <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah, senior got second in uh 175 independent two-wheel drive buggy. Yeah, he drove really well um, this weekend. He he raced stadium trucks, so I'm sure he had fun with that. Mhm. Clayton Cartaluca made the podium in that class um kyle holmberg he won the expert four-wheel drive buggy a main yep so i'm sure he was stoked with that um two-wheel drive expert davy bad i don't know who that is matthew gonzalez the professional stock driver you know i spoke about Two words to Matt Gonzalez this weekend, but he was the nicest fucking kid in the world. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Just, um, I always. I know. Got to kind of chuckle. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like you, you should be running mod, but good for him. So if he can make if you can make a a career out of sandbagging. I mean, more power to you. The I would rumor. Do it. The rumor is he's. He's going to be running mod next year. Uh, so, whatever. I don't even care at this point. He's, he's been such a, you know, a step up from stock class racing for so long. Honestly, for me at this point, it's like irredeemable. So check this. Um, Kyle so, Humber got third in that class too. Yeah. Since he also really got uh, local guys finished. fourth and two wheel mod. Two-wheel mod went down to a C main, and Kyle Holmberg got fourth overall. Mixing right it in on. with the pros. He cool. drove. Dude, all of our top pros, or not pros, but all of our local top guys did very well. Um, it's funny. So under some po- under one of Joey Fisher's posts, he wrote, 
he just wrote had a meme about mod sucking and all that and i go you know what normally i'd be like yeah but it's like i've been looking at lap times it's like you're kind of right because it's like mod is only useful if you're actually going faster otherwise you're just making it hard for the sake of being hard yeah yeah so for me for me it's a hell of a lot more fun to drive even even if i'm not over the course of a i've heard that i've heard that line of thinking before that if you're faster with your stock car over five minutes why wouldn't you just race stock and my answer at least to myself is always i have so much more fun driving a mod car and that's why i tried to do it for a while but when i was doing it nobody was really following right right so, so well okay here's an example at least on clay I'd, so, i want oh, i want nothing to do with running mod on the rug but that's the thing it's like you know you know the size of thunder road it's a decent sized track yep um right i'm not gonna go through all the lap times and all let me make sure I'm looking. So, four-wheel drive, modified buggy, A2. Ryan Mayfield wins. His fastest lap was a 16.422. Round three of qualifying in 13.5 four-wheel drive. Dave Bada got a 15.8. With the 13.5 car, he went six-tenths faster than Mayfield on a main day. And it was one sure. here. It was one hero lap, but there are a lot of those guys doing like sixteen twos, sixteen O's. In that particular situation, you have to wonder what the point of mod is. Well, it's to that. Um, I could point you in the direction where I kind of always go. Um, whenever I'm looking for legitimate comparisons to racing, it's usually motocross that I put it to and it's not uncommon at all for the 250 class to have faster lap times. It was, it was very, very common back when Ricky Carmichael was in the small class and when James Stewart was in the small class. But even since then, um, even when you're not talking about generational talents like that, often it is easier to get a fast lap time on the smaller bike because it weighs less, it's easier to handle, you can get better corner speed out of it. The To me, mod is about racing the toughest thing to drive and harnessing that better than, better than anyone else racing mod. I, I do not care whatsoever that a quote-unquote stock car and let's be honest, those 13 five-wheelers are little missiles Oh yeah. now. Yeah, they it's are. It's a stupid class at this point. It, <laughs> it should be 17-5. You're not because wrong. Because that's a really popular class at Thunder Road for yep. guys that have just gotten into mm-hmm. driving. And the car's way too fucking fast for them. A long and time ago. They, lo- they look like what I used to see out of the Pro 4 class. Yeah, everybody's out there with a vehicle that's way too fast for them, and they don't know how to drive it, and it's just a disaster. So a long time ago, back in the old old days, brushless stock used to be thirteen five, and super stock used to be ten five, 
and they did change it to where it is now. I think it needs another change. I think you're right about that. I think Wheeler needs... At least, to... I don't see it in two, in two-wheel drive. Yeah. Um, 21.5 is just maybe a little too slow for that, and then people are just going to throw more money at it anyway. Yeah. It's, it just... I don't know. It's not the... It's just the speed of 13.5 Wheeler that throws me off a bit. It, it, they're just... They're too fast. They're yeah. like you said. They're just as fast, if not faster, over the course of a lap than a mod car. Yep. But I, I'll, I'll always stand by my statement that the mod is more fun to drive, and it's harder to drive. It takes more skill. I do not care if somebody can make a stock car go faster. You know. Mod is cool for the reasons that I said it is cool. This kind of reminds me of Brian Kinwald back in the day, and he started a, a trend. Back in the brush days, you'd have guys running nine double motor. You know, the lower the wines, the faster they are, just like the brushless. They're running nine turn motors, ten turn motors. Brian Kinwald goes, this is stupid. Puts in a 13 triple when everybody else's four wines below him, and he just crushes the field with consistency. You know, maybe it's like instead of putting a 7.5 in your car, a 10.5 would do the mod guys better. They'd get more consistent. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Because going balls to the wall speed. Except for Mayfield. Did you watch that video I posted on my Facebook page today? I did not. That fucking guy is the best in the world. I mean, I've watched a lot of... We've all watched a lot of Mayfield footage, and we've all watched a lot of footage with a lot of the pros. Even when he doesn't win, it's just he looks so spectacular. I don't know. So, do, 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 do. so yeah, that's the, uh, should we go through the uh, modified mains or should we move on to something else? Uh, just uh, if what I remember was uh, Mayfield overall the four-wheel drive class and Cole Tollard got the two-wheel drive class, right? Yep. Yeah. It's cool for me. Yeah, yeah. They're all, like I said, you know, I didn't talk to many of the pros this weekend, but the couple I did talk to, they're a different group from, like, the original set of the pros. Like, there were the Francis brothers. And I'm not going to... One was really nice, and one was a complete dickhead. <laughs> which one was which? I don't remember. I was, like, 10 or 11. Well, Matt, Matt was, like, the really fast one, right? Yeah, Brian was a hard worker. Matt was one with natural talent. I think it was Brian Francis. I think. No, it was Matt and Mark. Or is, I don't remember. Anyway, Matt Francis. Matt, who, Matt was a standout. You know, if you look back yeah. far enough, people will be able to find who he was yeah, um, and his brother. When you have signature kits. Right. Um, they were at like a race prep championship, and they were pitting next to me and... I was young, but I was old enough to know these. 
whichever one it was, was just a dickhead talking shit about everybody. Like, oh, these guys aren't on my level. They're lucky we're here. Fuck everybody. It's like, whoa. Sure. So for a very long time, I had a very sour taste in my mouth about pros. But, dude, the guys that were here this weekend were all great people. They Is really... Lee Setzer an older guy? No, he's a younger guy. His dad owns SNS Hobbies, where they had the okay. Enats. All right. So, yeah, he's date he's dating um the photographer for uh, J Concepts, the one who posts all the pictures on the Facebook page. Okay, I've never seen a picture of him, and and I've seen his name. Uh, Ever since I got into RC, which isn't he's, that long ago, but anyway, I was wondering if he was kind of like a bridge to that. No, yeah, uh, no, some, he, some of the older guard. He's but. one of the guys who could still easily hit. He's right there all the time with every single discipline he runs. Yeah. Um, and he's also out swinging his coverage for girls, so that's always good to see. <laughs> kicking he's out kicking his coverage yeah there you go i know you're tired. i'm making i'm making up all kinds of good shit tonight we knew what you meant <laughs> yeah um you know you all people are created you know the thing god damn it am i gonna have dementia hundred billion trillion <laughs> you know a hundred billion people have been vaccinated <laughs> back in january and that was that was about 15 months ago so <laughs> uh i love it when people put those smash cuts together of oh all the stupid shit our president says me too me too um let's see here we're about 34 minutes in and yeah we i got a couple of notes um do you have anything else you want to hit on this race, or should we move on? No, I, I think that's, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. Uh, yeah, good, good job to our friends, uh, Kyle Holmberg, Clayton Cartaluca. Uh, I think Torot had a good finish in forty plus. Uh, Seth yep. Van Dalen and uh, he was in yeah, the A for four wheel. Yeah, cool. Um, it was funny. So. Clayton and James and all those guys are running their rock crawlers. Kyle grabs one of the radios and he just starts going as fast as he possibly can. He goes, you guys can go faster. They're like, that's not the point. But Kyle goes, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, you don't get to do that for long. Yeah, he was doing that, that style of crawling doesn't last very long. I know. Aren't crawler comps like um, isn't it doing the course as fast as you can without with committing as little as of penalties as possible? Probably, but I would only be speculating because I've never seen it happen, and I, you know, I don't want to make assumptions. But yeah, I would assume, I would assume it's as fast as you can get through it with as you know, few amount as penalties. Yeah. Um. I'm... But yeah, if you're if you're missing gates and flipping over and this and that, I mean, your penalties are going to take you out, even so, if you do get through it fast. 
Yeah, that's the one thing I haven't gotten into. That and drag. Well, I, I I don't care. I don't care if I ever compete in it, but um, their course that they have there at Thunder Road is a hoot. Yeah. I've I've done it at some other places where I've had a lot of fun before. So crawling definitely has its place for sure. me. I unfortunately I haven't used it since the first time I used it. I I built it. Uh, back either last winter or it was just getting into springtime and I took it out one time to Thunder Road with uh, Connor was there and a few other people and um, I haven't driven it since yeah um, but this I'm not going to sell it this time yeah <laughs> like I did the last two times the, the most... kind of like my nitro program yeah <laughs> build yeah. it up race twice sell it all go oh man nitro's fun i'm gonna i'm gonna do that again build it all up race it twice sell it all so i, I might race I try not to do that i might race truggy next year just for logistics reasons i do yeah li- how's that i do like buggy better but because i'm a j concepts driver i have my two real options are reflexes and triple d's i mean you can't complain about that. Right. Instead of, you know, the 10 other options for the buggy. Okay. I'm bad at picking tires. I really am. Okay. It's like I had the box full of tires, but when everybody was zigging, I was zagging this summer. It's like, God, I just couldn't hit the mark. Yeah. You think you, like, overthink yourself? That, or I just get frustrated and say, F it, let's try these, and it's even worse. You know, you can always go back to, like, a reflex, and they'll always work. Yep. But it's like, when do you use a rehab? When do you, you know, it's like, when do you use a rehab compared to a detox? When do you take, then you have the rehabs, and you go bigger pins with the stalkers and blockers, and then you have the Cosmos. It's like, I know what direction to go when the track is going i don't know how little to go or how far to go at certain points okay it's like when i'm using blue detoxes and kyle's using silver rehabs sauce to the gills it's like we're on a different you know it's different thinking there sure um there's a new track opened up in Oatana. Really? What kind and, of track? Um, it's a crawler course, and it's uh, carpet off-road. Where is where's Oatana? Oatana is in between the cities and Albert Lee. They have the Spam okay. Museum. But uh, look up R.C. Wolf. The what museum? Spam. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah i mean it's a small track now it will be good to race buggy on um they gotta figure out some of the jumps but it's like dude they just put it up what's it called rc wolf hobby club look them up on facebook uh yeah and they're just uh, getting going and they have a nice little crawler course and all that so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm definitely going to make my way down there this winter. Cool. Um, God, people have been PMing me nonstop about the whole practice situation. It's like I know I was there. 
(laughs) (laughs) Um, There's a new set of shocks out for an A-scale buggy, and I got to say you had to see these. Uh, yep. I, I didn't click on it or read anything about it, but I did see that there was a set of shocks that they were kind of, uh, billing that fit a bunch of different applications. So they're for a scale and it's like you turn the screw on the top and it changes your dampening. Like you're changing your shock oil, really cool technology. And I hope it works. So a company like Team Associated or Lowe's or Techno or whoever can make a set of shocks that are affordable. This company's selling them for $700 for a set of four. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's getting up there. It's not, not, quite, uh, not quite one-to-one prices yet, but it ain't far off. Here's the no deal, kidding, though. No kidding, $700. $700. That's awesome. Now i got to click on these things. So here's the deal. If they work, would you use them? Uh no, not me personally, but let's say um, let's say they I'm made a, you a second I'm I'm not a baller and I'm on a budget. So let's say they made you a second faster a lap. Uh no, definitely not. Still no, huh? No. For that kind of money? It it's it's never mattered to me that much. So right? what what would your price be to go a second faster per lap? <sighs> All these can't be. Oh, yeah. Sports. Car sports eliminator. Yep. RC shocks. I get it. I mean, if, if, it, if they are a super precision project, product... Um, well, you got to think the guy's making them on his own in his garage, and he's like, my time's worth $100 an hour, and these shocks take seven hours to make. So he's got to think, hey, I'm worth this. Yeah. But I do not. know that if if it does work, it is worth something. Um, just to give you an example, when I was, when I was working with – different types of off-road racing shocks we never changed the fluid as in we never i never changed it to something with a different viscosity it was always the other precision components of the shock that i was changing to make it act differently okay It, it never had to do with the fluid the only reason i would change the fluid is you know if it was used up and old yeah so obviously it's you know, way the hell easier to make a compression adjustment with a clicker than yep. it is by changing your piston and changing fluid and all that stuff. You know, I almost accidentally bought a pair because they sell them by the pairs. And if that's what they cost for a full set, I would have bought them. <laughs> of course you would have. But that oh, was for man. a pair. But but you're the guy that you pay for waffle tickets. I haven't um, done that in a really long time. You say you say words like "amorable." <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my god! This is cool. This, yeah, that's neat. Yeah, it's way too expensive, but it's that's really neat, dude. And we always say I there, hope, there needs I hope, to be because we have plenty of wealthy guys that are doing it. Yeah, in our um in our region here. 
So, uh, yeah, one of you rich guys, you know who you are. Yeah. Um, Too bad. Buy Jason, these shocks. Too bad Let Jason Ching's not into Nitro Off-Road. He'd have <laughs> well, the problem six is pairs. That, it, yeah, the problem is he'd have he'd have the shocks right away, but they'd never get driven. <laughs> you know, I've always wanted, like with Jason Ching, I've always wanted just for him to drive a car. You wouldn't even have to touch it. I'd pick it up, I'd service a car, and I'd put it on the track. You wouldn't even do that. Right. He's just like, nope, that's farmer hillbilly stuff. It's like, yeah, it sounds like Jason. <laughs> so, yeah, that's they're interesting. And like I say, I hope they either go down in price like by at least half or somebody, a big manufacturer kind of, I hate to say it, but overtakes them. Yeah, somebody buys them out, but, yep. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, uh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, sorry, people are <laughs> still PMing me. The uh, Mugen, the Associated, and the Losi. Not a bad, not a bad spread. No, I mean that vehicles. covers almost everybody. You know, you don't cover the techno guys, and you think uh, it'd work for HB also. But anyway, what else do we got? Um, Barufalo, I heard, is going to techno. I heard. That was the first silly season. He was the guy, he left X-Ray, right? I think so. Okay. I believe so. Um, God, I think they put the cart before the horse on that one. Because uh, I heard Barufalo leaving, or going to Techno before he left X-Ray. Yeah. So Barufalo leaves X-Ray. He's, he's going to Techno. Going to techno. Well, I didn't hear about the techno. I only read about that he was done at X-ray. So yeah, um, that's well, the, probably just your your classic social media timelines not actually giving you stuff in chronological order. Um. Well, no, because I heard it like three or four days before on the No Name RC podcast from JQ saying. Barufalo's going to techno, then four days later, Barufalo leaves X-Ray. It's like, oh, okay. Okay. Um, they need an overseas market, and they're probably willing to pay. Sure. Um, still, yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know. Does that Zankatine still drive for them? I don't know, man. Because I haven't, I haven't heard that guy's name in seems like years now well that's the so. thing it's like they're just starting to race over there i right. mean we complain about the well, i mean even before covid but yeah sure sure but i was gonna say it's though true. we complain about our covid restrictions here which they were terrible i'm still shocked that minnesota's open you know what i mean right but man, they have it really bad over in Europe and Australia. It is. Yeah, yeah. You got to feel for the people that are in those parts of Australia, where you know they've been on a version of lockdown for 500 plus days. No, that's yeah. insane. 
I want to take a trip to Japan for like two weeks, but uh, it's not looking. It's like it's. Let's just say. If this ends, I'm going to wait till it ends. If I'm going to spend that kind of money. Yeah. Because I want to go to the little hobby shop where I get my nitro motors from. Um, I want to go to the Yadabi Arena, if it's still around. I've been hearing that's been on the brink for a while, but who really knows? Um, People like to talk shit, including me. Um, and then take the kids to Super Mario World and all that other stuff. Okay, cool. I want to do that, but until everything's like open, open, it's like, yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, you wonder when that point is going to be, right? Because, I mean, I don't know what it looks like to you, but it looks like to me that this is just a part of our lives now. It's, COVID isn't going to go anywhere. They're, they're not going to eradicate it it'll you know it'll change as as time goes on i'm sure you know yeah i don't know i haven't i don't know anything about virus mutations and this and that i'm i'm just a twitter researcher like every other you know dumbass that thinks he knows what he's talking about in this whole thing but it to me it looks like we're never going to be rid of it so winter Winter government bodies and private <laughs> private owners and this and that gonna just realize that you can't you can't restrict your way you know out of this virus you can all you're doing it seems like to me like if you look at um you know things that have happened in in areas where they were super locked down forever. And, you know, trying to go for zero cases, it's like you're you're just holding back the water with a dam, right? Yeah. And as soon as it breaks, then this, yeah, this this virus is is going to eventually get everywhere and touch everyone, it seems like. And again, it's freaky because it either does nothing to you at all or it kills you. Yeah, right. I, and the whole spectrum. I got a buddy from work that's getting his ass kicked by it right now. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, so, you know, and he's he's had it twice now. Oof. So um, he, he had the, you know, just the. To him, it was just the sniffles or whatever the first time, and then uh, yeah, this time he's he really got his, but he got uh, really bad pneumonia, and that's been kicking his ass. Yeah. So. Take your uh, quercetin, zinc, and vitamin D, people. That's all I got right. to say. Um, did uh, did Danny get hit with pneumonia? Is that what? I is that what hurt him for a while? Or I don't know what it was, but he was in the hospital for about ten days, and right. it's out. Oh, it was ten days, huh? About ten days, and it's been out long enough. That's how his sister passed away. Oh no, kidding! Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really shitty. That's awful. It is terrible. Um, changing subjects here. Um, so, Senior bought a new Futaba radio, the 7PX Pro or whatever it is. Kit. Speedy RC Online Store gave a sneak peek to the new Futaba T10PX radio. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, man, he can't. How's it look? Oh, it looks beautiful. I'm not a, I'm not a Futaba guy anymore, but um, you can just see the top picture, and it looks like a regular Futaba. But it, I mean, the Futaba radios are excellent. Um, one more thing, and JQ finally actually raced the the Mayako, but it's still not in people's hands. I don't okay. know, man. I guess they have a Discord channel where everything's being explained, but guess what? It's not being explained to the main public, and they're saying it's this, that, and the other. It's weird that you can miss a release date by this far. I think this is the farthest I've seen a release date missed in the RC because it was supposed to be out August. Oh, really? Yeah. It's October. Okay. Originally, it's supposed to be out July, but that was early on, and the, you know, it was like very quickly realized it wasn't going to happen in July. Then it was August. I and wonder how long, how far out the start of this was, because it's like it it couldn't be a worse time in history to try to bring a new product to market. Well, they're then right now. They are taking one away. They're taking away the JQ cars. Yeah, I understand. I'm saying in general, you're you're a company. You've got a widget. You yep. you come up with what you think is a million dollar idea, and it's time to, you know, put it all together and roll it out. And this, you know, what's going on in our world happens. <laughs> like holy shit, because it's I. I don't even know how we're still racing RC cars, to be honest with you, because pretty soon, like, I'm not going to be able to find tires that I deem ex acceptable no, for yeah. my BMX race bike. You're right about that. You're going to be on old shit from the 90s or going to Target, <laughs> you know, thumbing the rubber like, oh, God. I'll be, out of, I'll be working out of town and being like, oh, I come over the CB. I got to pull over. There's a there's an old bicycle shop here. Yeah, just uh, ten miles off the interstate. I gotta see if they got some freaking Maxxis tires for me. They might have some old Comp threes from the nineties. <laughs> I'll stay home before I try to race on Comp threes on a on a modern track. No, but, I agree. Yeah. Oh man, those were the best when you had a brand new set. I was not all a the, Comp three all guy. All the little knobbies on them and. I did not like them. I thought they were too loose. Yeah, I, well, I didn't really. I never raced with them. That was okay. That was just back when, uh, back when we were hitting really crappy dirt jumps yeah. compared to what we have now. Yeah, G GT had their tire, the Double A Pro. That was my jam. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, you're right. It's. I think it happened during COVID. Like he, JQ wasn't going somewhere every week, and he, you know, that's when he the RC Speed Secret book came out, and then he's doing these online courses now. Have you heard about those? No, but it seems like a cool concept. It's a college for wrenching and when to do things and whatever, and it's four hundred dollars. Um, I've heard it's good. Cool. And so, I mean, if it works for people, but also I'm sitting there thinking 
is it manufacturing issues or is JQ still part of a car brand? I, I think he likes the education side that he's doing with the book and with these um, little online classes and his YouTube page. But I think he might feel that if he didn't have a car brand attached to his name that this would mean less. Okay. It's kind of what I feel. Because Does he still do Facebook Live? He's not on Facebook anymore. Oh, okay. That's yeah. why I, that's why I don't see any of the the lengthy videos with uh, whatever. But I think he might be spreading himself too thin. I mean, people say Mayako, you know, JQ's just a designer. I think he's really the owner, and that's the way that he could shake the bad juju from JQ Racing was just mm-hmm. to make Mayako. But you know, they you know they JQ made a really cool progressive spring that I might try it next year and he does make cool stuff. Um but dude So when you follow his YouTube, is it is he still doing everything off of JQ Racing TV? Or yeah. is there another channel? It's JQ Racing TV, but he doesn't do any of the how too many of the long videos, like you know the Nitro Motor Tuning video. He doesn't. Well, what about when he just? What about when he just gets on and rants about, you know, Trump or whatever? He really doesn't do whatever that right anymore. Whatever right wing thing that's pissing him off. Yeah, he these really, days. Yeah, he really doesn't do that anymore. Oh, okay. You know, I, I hate it for. A privileged boy. Ah, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. I realize it's not smart to piss off half or more than half of your customer base just because you have different ideologies. But, man, he had hardcore fans of his, though. Yeah. He was... JQ Racing was literally a mini representation of our government. Right. It really was. It's like 50% of the people, if you had a JQ car, they basically spit on you. The other 50% thought you are the fucking coolest guy in the world. Right. So, yeah, it's one of those things. I kind of wonder if he would have kept his mouth shut would have he just faded away into obscurity mm-hmm. yeah I don't know uh, because a lot of people forget that his first car sold an insane amount of kits I think he sold 1500 of them but it's like there were terrible plastic issues with it the geometry of the car itself was good, but the plastic was... You might as well 3D printed the shit. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. And then after that, he just lost almost... I'd say two-thirds of the racers he lost. So, yeah. Anyway, do you have anything else? No. We got any questions? Oh, yeah. 
We were gonna. I was gonna hang up before doing that. That would have made people angry. Well, don't let me stop you, Joe. No, 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 no. Um, hold on. Those are old. Those are old. Uh, all right. This is an old one, but and I've talked to him since. But Chad Troop was wondering. Cole is showing interested in moving out of stock bud buggy on carpet to mod buggy on carpet. Being we live in Oatana, the closest track to us that runs mod buggy is Thunder Road. How much of a setup change between the two classes, if any, should we expect? We will switch motors out of his buggy for now since most tracks down here run stock buggy. Well, you can give him the setup advice uh after but i i don't think they really quote unquote run mod buggy anymore the they the do a little four ga- the four guys yeah. that used to race that are i don't know what they're calling it these days but you know they're it changed from mod buggy in the middle of summer to pro 17.5 and now what do they call it expert yeah so there you go yeah um anyway What's he got to change? I was going to say you'd be better off building a separate car for it. If you're going back and forth, you're better off building a separate car because there's enough changes to where it's like, yeah, it's not, you know, it's not close enough to where it's like, oh, you change your rear shock oil, you do a little bit of this, and yeah. You, uh, yeah, separate car. Um, God, I forget what you do, but it was enough. Well, everything's gonna get a little. Well, most everything's gonna get a little stiffer. Yeah, you're going faster. That's right. the basic concept. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Flint had a couple of questions. First one is, when doing the initial setup on a car, what order do you adjust the radio settings? EPA, trim, sub trim, etc. Um, I zero everything out and then I sub trim, I leave the throttle trim at zero and then I do circles to get my endpoints the same on steering and then for brakes and throttle, I adjust it on the dual rate instead of endpoint. What about you? It's, I think we've gone over this before. I'm basically all the same except I just, I still use the endpoint and not the dual rate because that's what i've done from the beginning and i don't really care sure sure but yeah you're fine I think you told me you told me to put something on a softer setting like three years ago and i still haven't even done that so you know you'd have to ask john weeda but i think he has i think he runs a lower this is with on-road. I think he runs a lower endpoint and a higher dual rate, and it changes the curve of the steering, and it's smoother. Um, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. It's just my cat's trying to get after my microphone now. Ah, I got you. Um, he's also wondering... Tell us about bearing management. What do you use? Are ceramic bearings worth the money? Do you use ceramic bearings everywhere, just in certain places? Do you clean them or replace them? What do you do for cleaning and oiling? 
if you're racing stock, ceramics are necessary, but I really don't notice improvement. I notice my motor temperatures are cooler. That's what I notice. What about you? Do you run ceramics? I do not run ceramics, but I also don't run towards the front of the class. And, um, yeah, I'm, if I did, I would probably, um, I would probably do maintenance rather than just replacing. Right. Um, Wits and Avid are your best bang for your buck for um, ceramics. And you, like with the two-wheel buggy and a four-wheel buggy, you do the whole car except for the steering rack. And what I do is, and God, it's an expensive way to do it because it takes about a half a can of motor cleaner. But you take a half, I take a half can of motor cleaner, I spray it out into a mason jar, and then I soak the bearings and let all the crap come out. Another way to do it is get an ultrasonic cleaner, fill it full of Robinsol lighter fluid, the stuff in the yellow bottle, and clean your bearings out that way. Um, and then just get a good ceramic bearing oil and a couple drops in each bearing. Use good gloves because everything Joe's talking about is absolutely awful for you. Yeah, so. you, you should see how choppy my hands are. And most of it is for doing shit like that. Um, if they're not ceramic bearings, just throw them away, man. You can yep. get you can get them cheap. Um, but yeah, like stock and stuff like that. A lot of guys in the A scale world are using NMB bearings. Um, and it's like the most affordable place to get those are. Um, JT bearings, I believe, and those I guess make the car better. But I've never tried them because by the time it comes to bearings with a scale, I'm broke. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Frank Miller is wondering now that JCon is over, is Joser Jr. going to officially leave the carpet in his living room and run some clay with us? I'm gonna do a little bit with the mini truggy. But I think I'm just going to run the mini truggy. And I might get my stadium truck going again if I so choose. If I need a second class. Um, I'm really, I've just been enjoying. You can't have it both ways. I'll be honest. I love, uh, ten times over, I love the way clay is over carpet. The drive. Yep. The actual driving part, yep. But it's not enough to make up for the tire maintenance or the tire prep. Yep. Um, and the way you feel in general yeah. when you leave the track. Yep, exactly. But you know what? I will be doing it. If I race clay, I don't think I'm going to be bringing Joe 3 to that anymore. He's a growing boy. He doesn't need that shit in his lungs. Right. Uh, God, it sucked to leave him home, though. But it's one of those decisions. Pretty sure you can put a video game controller in that kid's hand and he'll be waiting for you in that same spot when you get home later that day. Up until he made... God, he made a... Oh... So he straight up made the A main for the spring 
the spring race at the Hobbyplex. Yeah. Ever since then, he's been, hey, let's go the track. Hey, I want to try this. I want to try that. You know. Sure. But before, yeah, you're right. I could give him the switch, and he'd be he won't give a shit. Um, Kurt Roberts is wondering when teching motors, what do they look for and why would a brand new motor fail tech? Cause we had that happen this weekend. And I forget what kind of motor it is. So I had two brand new trinities in my R1. Cause what happened was Joe three had an old team scream. Um, but it popped. So I sure. had to get a new motor for myself, and then I gave him my R1. My All my motors were barely legal, but they were legal. <laughs> um, and what he was doing was he was measuring rotor length. And the rotor in question, I don't remember if it was off by 0.05 or 0.5. Five, and it was too short but it was off the length of the rotor the fat beefy magnet part I want to say it had to be 24 millimeters and it was something like 23.95 or 23.50 I can't remember exactly but it was something like that and also they test the resistance to make sure there's you don't have a 13.5 stator in a, in a 17.5 can type situation. So, yeah. Also, um, a lot of the top guys, from what I heard, were their motors were weighed just to make sure there's no fuckery going on with things they shouldn't have been touching. Hmm. But, yeah, the only motor I heard failing out of the box forget what it was i wish i could remember the road that would make your butt hurt huh oh i would be pissed drop 150 on a certified five percenter and or 175 or 200 or whatever they're getting for them exactly i'd be mad too so my 13.5 i dropped 100 bucks and my 17.5 i dropped 120 and they were you know maluli his stuff is he keeps his stuff really nice and fast. Yeah. Speed-wise, I could keep up with him just fine. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Braden Stensrud is wondering, what is your opinion on saucing on carpet? Needed or not needed, and why didn't we run fuzz bites? When will Junior get a two-wheel drive SCT or a four-wheel drive SCT? On the SCT, uh, well, if that ever does happen, it would be a 5T, and that'll 99% chance never happen. (laughs) Because I've said it before on here, I want one, but I don't want to take it home. I have (laughs) no room for it. (laughs) Sure. Um. The thing about saucing on carpet with SXT is it makes the tire last so much longer. Um, like I could get 
three to four weeks out of a set of tires if I'm allowed to sauce. To where it's one week if you're not saucing. That type of situation. Right. Um, and the reason we didn't run fuzz bites is because, A, I think Jason knows his shit and he knew he wouldn't have nearly enough to cover the field. And, B, I think he sees the writing on the wall with the twin pins and the swaggers and he was just, it's time to get rid of them. Um. I mean, oh yeah, the new stuff is that much better. Whoa, so much better. Yeah, it's not a secret at this point. I'm, it's not like I'm talking shit. The fuzz bite is every tire company comes out with something. It should eclipse their previous generation of what they were doing, and the fuzz bite does that by a lot. I really enjoy the fuzz bites. Everybody I talk to really enjoy them. Cool. So I'm going to go to that uh, track that runs foam tires, and I'm so cocky about them, I believe they can beat a foam tire. To where the twin pin could not when I tried last year. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, speaking of cats, my daughter's cat is down here. Oh, this cat's an asshole. It's not the nice one that meows. <laughs> um what the heck why did i double that one okay um yeah. oh here's one another one from kurt roberts what is the best age to get your kids involved in racing and what kind of vehicle would work the best or style of car i say around Depending, like if your kid's accelerated, you can go before the age of six. But age of six to eight is safe. I don't know. I got, I started Joe three with, I tried a rock crawler when he was three and he wasn't there. But that's where I learned he was, had needed a left-handed radio because he held the RTR radio backwards. Um... And I started him out with the two-wheel buggy, and I'm kind of glad he, I did. Because I think if I started him with a slash, he wouldn't, when he does cut a good line, you could tell he learned that from a buggy and not a slash. I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? As uh, somebody without kids, I... I think it looks absolutely awful to trying to be do- doing it with them when they're six. It's hard. You oh, it's... literally have you have to do everything. It's fucking hard. Absolutely everything for them, and you have to try to you have to keep an eye on them because you need to know where they are when it's time for them to race. Because they are, you know, that's that's not in their game plan. They're not paying attention to that. They oh, yeah. at the five ten. It was you know let's watch some SpongeBob and you know, who's, who's playing Minecraft. Everybody's watching one kid play Minecraft or, you know, whatever, but nobody's watching their kid. So, so Joe, it just, it all, that looks awful to me. (laughs) Joey's third qualifier was so terrible because he lost so much focus and got so hyper playing with other kids that I couldn't, I got him. I knew he was going to be this way. 
I got him back in the pits like two qualifiers before it. I'm like, you got to settle down and focus. And he just won it. I'm like, this is going to be a shit show. As I asked him that. I go, this is going to be fucking terrible. He's like, you'll be fine. He's like, no, it was terrible. And I don't sugarcoat things with my kids. That's for the mom to do. I'm the fucking dad. I'm going to be there. I'm going to praise the kid when he does great like he did in the main. And I'm going to be there when he screws up. And I was there when he screwed up. And I kept it in my pits, but I could feel the tension from other people around me. I ain't yell at him. I go, what was that? I go, I spent X amount of dollars for you to race this weekend. Why did you go out there and do this? I said, it's like you're brand new again. And people around me, you could feel them. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It's like, oh, wait, 90s-style discipline? Oh, my God. That that was right. a feeling. It's like, no. The coddling is from the mother, and I'm the father. And that's the way that works. I'm not, you know, and because of it, my kids will run the lives of the kids that were coddled. But, yeah. Anyway. Jeff, um, Jeff had a follow-up questions to Kurt's motor teching deal. He goes, um, did they use an incubator to get the motors for consistent? No, they did not. Um, they just used. For the resistance, they used the Phantom machine, and they used a caliper to measure the length of the rotor. That's what they used. What do you feel an appropriate level of tech for a race like J-Con is? He goes, I'm torn between wanting a fair event and shit getting complicated and taking forever. Well, this is what was good about having... Pre-tech Thursday, because all my motors were done Thursday, and it was fairly quick. Um, yeah, I get what he means. I think everybody in the A's should be teched, personally, but, you know, some asshole in the C could be cheating. Should he not get caught? So, yeah, you're right, it is a fine line. But before each race, oh, they were teching your wheelbase. All of a sudden, everybody's a stickler about wheelbase. They were just trying to DQ every single associated car. Um, weight, battery temp, battery voltage, and ride height. And it was nice and quick. Yeah, fucking wheelbase, man. All of a sudden, the past two... It, literally, I've never heard it an issue about it until the past two weeks. Sure. And it's like, my car was illegal until uh, I changed the rear toe on it. Uh, I was at like Max's 292. I was up to 295. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And with my hubs and my arms all the way forward, I'm like, eh, where can I go from here? And it's, I changed my rear D block and my pills, and I was at 291. It's like, okay. So. Interesting. Yeah. I. This is the first time I've been to a race where a wheelbase is measured, and 
that's another funky thing. In the rule books, it doesn't say how to measure it. Every car at ride height is legal. But what they were doing was putting it on blocks and letting the suspension unspring and getting it at its absolute longest. That doesn't... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But, and again, all of a sudden this was popped up last week where, you know, teching weight and voltage for the main. It's, hold on, hold on, hold on, let's check wheelbase. I'm like, what the fuck? No. We've never, ever done I've been to, I've been to events, you know, we've all been to national events and they've never checked the wheelbase. Maybe they have. Maybe that's what the box was for. They make a box to what your car fits in. If your car does not fit in the box, your car is illegal. Hmm. You know, there's things like that. But all of a sudden it's unsprung suspension checking wheelbase and it's like, okay, whatever. So I got my car legal. I got Joe. All the associated guys got their cars legal, and it it, it was okay. But it's like, whoa, way to throw a fucking another thing into my race program that I have to worry about. Right. But anyway, so, yeah, I think, let me just double check. That was, let me check here, make sure there's nothing on the Facebook page. I still have to shower because I fucking stink. Um, no, that's it. So, yeah, man. And, again, I like to say, we're still looking for advertisers. I'm still looking for a co-host. I've had ideas. Um, I wanted Ben Savakul, but if I, I have Ben on for a co-host gig, I might just have him on for a segment. Because he kind of wanted to change a format, but it's like the format he wanted could fit into a segment of this show. Does that make sense? Yep. So I might want to see if he wants to do a segment, maybe get a sponsor, all that stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. Still looking for something for the New Year's, still looking for sponsors. Got a ton of open segments. We ain't call any of the segments by their name tonight, but that's okay. <laughs> Yeah, you called it Moto Sheets. Yeah, but yeah, we didn't call this tech inspection. There's no driver's meeting, none of that. But yeah, anyway. So yeah, so we'll... uh, It's all there for when somebody wants to pay for it. Exactly, exactly. It's all all in place. Yeah. Uh, Check us out on Facebook and check us out on Instagram. Subscribe. Leave a rating. One star or five star? This weird three star stuff is just passive aggressive. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, man. Well, uh, we've ran out of talent, it seems. What do you think, Ryan? That's correct. All See right. See you later. See you guys later. Bye.